Welcome. 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 To views from the bridge. 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 This season, it seems like it's been Philly versus everybody. Do we want to be a good team or do we want to be great? Shabelka. Back to Fontana again. Good ball, Matt Riel. Good combination. Shabelka. Back for Shabelka. He'll see now. Shabelka. What a goal. Oh, boy. And he dips the old on your bike. I want you to take the field and remember two things tonight. Number one, this is our house. And number two, this is now our conference. It's Philly or nothing. Hey everybody, welcome to a uh, Views from the Bridge where we should be talking about some game that should be happening, but it's not because there's a global health pandemic. So uh, instead of all that, we're just going to talk shop and record a podcast because, you know, normalcy and things. Uh, thanks to the Beautiful Game Network podcast for, for putting this out and putting this on and still being around. And uh, Roughneck Scarves for sponsoring this. Roughneckscarves.com if you need scarves for your team. Uh, fundraiser, anything like that, uh, definitely keep them in mind during this time. They are, in fact, a small company. And we are an independent network of podcasts, so, you know, uh, among your local businesses, keep some of your maybe not-so-local small businesses uh, in mind. I'm your host, mathematically proven to be most of the time, Evan Valella. I'm here with a couple of my soccer friends and, and fellow union fans and fellow soccer-starved-for-content people. Uh, Justin Ashcraft is here. What's up? What's up? What's up? You know, uh, we're, we're both dipping our feet into the, the football manager world, both trying our hands at being managers of, of different teams in, uh, in England, matter of fact, at this time. Um, it's a fun experience, if nothing else, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my team just gave up, gave up a 95th-minute yeah. winner. <clears throat> Not great. Frustrating, Not great. but, you know, oh well. And the season opener, nonetheless, too. Really yes, good way to start sure. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, hey, Paul Jr. is here too. Hi guys. How's it How's going, everyone? bud? Uh, you know. Yeah. It's been alright. Uh-huh. Yeah, and had had some decisions to make today. Uh I did in fact step outside uh just to feel some air. <laughs> and uh decided that walking around the house in just my socks is very unhealthy for the bottoms mm. of my feet, so I put on some some things with support in them. Uh, these are key decisions I've been making all day long. Uh, my yeah, health tip good, of the week: good. stay home. Just yeah. stay home, you fools. You I'm still essential, so if someone home. wants to come see me at work, please don't. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Go get <laughs> some. Go get some me. cheese from Evan. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, come by, whatever. Um, Stone Cold's here. So. Paul, Always. you um, you wanted to do a, a mental health check-in podcast, and we, we have agreed to this, so you have questions. I don't know what they are, Justin doesn't know what they are, which in saying that now, after not realizing that we were just kind of giving you carte blanche over whatever questions these are going to be, is probably a really terrible idea, because someone should have vetted you, um, but I guess it's too late to back out now, so I will give you the floor. And, uh, then uh, I guess you have, Justin you have and I walked off the plane, plane and they have cleared you to go. You're not self-isolating. You're walking right into the fire, man. Uh, yes. So yeah. uh, 
I, I used to do a little podcast that was related to some therapy and psychology. It was uh, oh it was fun times for sure. But um, oh it's just this is a weird time for everyone at this point who is dealing with the loss of sports. I know that I spent five hours yesterday watching the Ocho, which consisted of death diving, Tetris tournaments, marble racing, dodgeball, uh, um, all just good things... <laughs> That you can't be bothered with normally, but man, anything for some competition at this point. So I just want to, I want to start from the beginning because it's been two weeks since we lost the league. Yeah. Coronavirus came on the field, not saying sorry. Um, so when we got the word that there was going to be no more MLS, we're, we'll stick to MLS because we are primarily a Philadelphia Union podcast. What were you like, what were you guys feeling when just... What were you guys feeling the moment you found out it's just like, hey, we're not going to even bother doing the league? Like, before the game was just postponed, they're like, leagues, yeah, yeah. out. Um, I was, so, <clears throat> up until they canceled the match, I was like, maybe you shouldn't do this. Um, and then I, I think now that it was, you know, oh, we're going to suspend operations until, what was the initial date, like April 10th or something? Mm-hmm. I forget. It was like a, a month or so after the season would have started. I was like, that's probably optimistic. Um, and now I'm like, I don't think it's going to happen. Is where I I'm mean, at, yeah. Really. It, like, it, you kind of figured that it was always going to have to be the move just because mm-hmm. we wanted to show that we were taking this somewhat seriously. But, right. it, it, Justin, your, your initial just. You, there's no more soccer. You don't have soccer anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I understand. I'm going to break the rules because you always do. Um, I think, like, for me, I think the most sad part and still the <clears throat> most sad part is the fact that there's no Riverhound soccer because mm. I'm not local to Philadelphia. Right, right. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I catch the Union games. Obviously, sometimes it's Sunday afternoon after having been at the Riverhounds game mm. the night before while the Union were playing fair you know so i think that there's like there's times i mean yeah i mean even my current mindset is like what is this summer without soccer mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and i'm like what am i gonna do this if there's no soccer this summer like what am i gonna do like what am i gonna do on saturday nights but i guess that means lots of fifa and football manager maybe i don't know yeah i i mean this is this is just truly bizarre circumstances we find ourselves in mm-hmm. because, you know, we're used to talking all the time. And now that there's just this lull of no information or news could be possibly happening, like over the span of this time, I mean, <laughs> we just really have nothing to get down and break down, <laughs> you know, in heated discussion format. Um, I mean, so obviously we've missed a few games now in the union season that, um, you know, could have produced some moments who right now in the soccer world, are you missing like the most, like watching them play, like just excited for their growth or, you know, just the way that they were in form at the time was like, so fun to watch. Uh, uh, so my, um, I actually was thinking about it as you you posted on Twitter the other day, like four players that like mean a lot to you. 
Um, and I've been trying to like figure out who those four players are for me, and I think I've I think I've narrowed it down somewhat. Okay. Um, but definitely the first player that came to mind was Tobin Heath. Like Ooh. I love Tobin. There's yeah. like there's not a there's not a part of her that I don't love, and um, so I think that she just she's like an incredible player, like and and she's been in good form, and it's fun to watch her. And, like, so, in some ways, the NWSL season not starting as well, and obviously that means no Tobin, um, you know, is a disappointing trait. Um, I'll go I'll go globally. It, well, it's funny. So, the, the four uh, soccer players that have had a personal impact on your life, two of them are, are retired, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um... <laughs> <laughs> all four of mine are retired one of them is now actively so. looking for jobs which is funny uh like like real people jobs um but uh like kevin de was immediately one of the names that came to mind um mm-hmm. holland and just seeing if he could keep his form um and then even like for as spoiled as we've been to see you know messi and ronaldo every week for the last 10 years or whatever like just not having that around uh and then the other thing that's kind of a bummer was uh we were going to go to the fan fest that the uh premier league in the usa and nbc sports were going to throw in yeah. philly and uh that got very canceled so um that was going to be a kind of cool experience maybe um depending on how much space i had in between people which is ironic given that i uh, have mandated that space between people now so that works out great but um yeah it just would have been a really cool kind of taste of of a lot of people supporting um, Liverpool since last year gathered in one place. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like the, those events, you know, when you hear it's coming to Philadelphia, you're like, mm-hmm. finally, like finally these num- people get to show out in numbers. Well, and like, even if they're wearing yeah. the op- like the opposing jersey, you're still like seeing the passion of it yeah. in your city. Yeah. And it's like, that's so cool to witness. And... <clears throat> Ah, and then rough, you get to watch a, a bunch of British people eat a really bad cheesesteak, and then you cry a little bit. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, pretty bad. They usually pick Pat. It's usually uh, Pat's or Gino's, right? They. Mm-hmm. It's usually what ends up when they go there. Yeah, it's, but like, so very disappointing. It's not it. <clears throat> nah. All right. So, um, mine, mine's tough. I have two. Just, it's tough. I, I've been really enjoying watching Mason Mount develop at Chelsea um I think it's really like it's really getting to the point where anytime I get the chance to just you know see him do something I'm I'm locked in like you can't pull me away from watching this kid like develop especially under a manager that is the exact same type of player he is that really gives him that leverage of a mentor that's directly there at all times so i think it's the perfect situation for him and it's been really fun to watch despite the fact that chelsea have been in like limbo this entire season with the transfer ban and all that and then honestly 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 guys i've been missing ray gaddis i've been missing ray gaddis a lot because my brand is suffering. What can you say? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like we can't I, I put out Eagles you, content you, anymore. I love that you made that about you, I, by the way. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you're like, I miss watching this guy play soccer because it hurts my brand, which is that he will never score a goal in his professional career. So that was good. Yeah, like, I mean, how ironic is it that everyone's like, 2020 is the year of Ray goals, and then all of a sudden there's no season Uh, for. (laughs) Okay, here we go. No, 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 stop. Because I I I love interacting with you guys. That's true. Yeah, he did score. Yeah, people were actually adding me. It's like, that counts. Kevin Casey is shouting Union Goal by Ray Gaddis on my Twitter. (laughs) It must be real. They had Kevin do that. You're all deluded. You You all need to get outside. (laughs) But, like, I love interacting with people about it because, like, I'll fight it tooth and nail. Like, you know, it's it's a position I take very heavily. And it's, you know, I love Ray as a person, so it's a fun little feud that just doesn't exist right now like i'm just i'm reaching at straws at this point and if i try to joke about it in any regards to there being no soccer at all then you're terrible and i'm not going to do that so i I, honestly i just miss the fact that this season isn't playing out in any fashion like whether you hate the union and you think Mm -hmm. that they should spend more money or (laughs) like you know it's just not good enough it needs to be in philadelphia or you love the team and you go out every single every single game and cheer your heart out. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in the same boat right now that they are just trying to figure out what to do with themselves. That they don't have that thing that should be a lock to look forward to regardless of what year it is. Like no matter what, you're always going to expect that there's soccer coming in March and it's going to end around October, November. Just you're locked into that mindset, and now it's not there. And it's truly in, you know, a psychological stance, a loss. Like, it's an actual loss that people, you know, have been seeking therapy for in recent weeks because they're not (laughs) really sure how to go about it, especially us, you know, who are definitely ingrained in it every single morning when we wake up and open up Twitter. It's like most of the discussions we're having are about these games Mm. that people are playing. Um, And sometimes for loss, you need medication of some kind. So guys, what have you been using, doing, occupying yourself with to deal with this loss? Uh, I'm weirdly lucky that I still get to go to work fair you know um because i know most people don't and as as weird as it is to play the game of of is it worth it to be open um you know especially now uh, especially when you know the rest of the state's basically on, on lockdown or at least the rest of this part of the state is um you know it's it's you're actually able to get outside kind of and and do work and get paid for doing said work um you know, and and so there's that, and then and then really like just trying to support local businesses has been my big kick lately. Okay. Uh, so like your local breweries, your local restaurants that aren't getting nearly as much money as they normally would do. Um, your local tattoo artist is another one. Um, where you know they can't work or they're not essential businesses, so they are shut down. Um. <clears throat> For basically everything except for takeout. Um, And then even, actually, to bring it back to soccer point of view, um, there's a lot of leagues that are not as wealthy as MLS or not as financially stable as MLS. And so, um, 
in a day or two, I'm probably going to be throwing some money at uh, St. Patrick's Athletic, who play in the League of Ireland. Because mm. the League of Ireland and the, the First Division in Ireland are uh, are not nearly as stable as MLS's. Uh, in fact, I think I would hazard a guess that I think the most stable team in the League of Ireland is uh, UCD, and that's because they're literally uh, University College of Dublin's college team. Yeah, so it's, they have a pretty big backing behind them. Well, they, I mean, they have resources. <laughs> students, and they'll keep having students, and those kids can play f- football, <laughs> yeah. and they'll be okay. Where it's like, if you're St. Pat's or Wrexham or, or Waterford, like you're you're not going to be able to sign players if you don't have any money. No, but that's really interesting, though. Like, it, <laughs> you're taking a legitimate hands-on approach because at least you know that you have steady income, at least for the time being, mm-hmm. that you're still going to work and stuff like that. And instead of choosing to compensate with other things, you're actually taking the initiative to go out and support the people who don't really have that choice right now. Well, I mean, or at least choose like, for their businesses to be so ravaged by this. It's just, and I mean, the, you don't have to go to Europe. Shutdowns like, like there's plenty of teams like for like Ford Madison, like Minneapolis city, like go Lone Star in Philly or Westchester United, like buy a scarf from them or something, you know, or, or just be like, yo, can I throw you $5 or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. Find a PDL side or find a, a youth academy and see if you can't give them something. I mean, that's what this whole thing is about. It's like now more than ever, like people need to like show some form of compassion towards others because people are about to be in like weird situations that are just totally uncharted territory for everyone at this point. Uh, Justin, how about you? I mean, I know football managers. <laughs> Well, like yeah, what else? I mean, I know, football. I know you've got it. You've got the kids, so obviously you're like in a new. T- <laughs> you're entering a pandemic with a new child. Like, it's got to yeah. be pretty uncharted uh, territory for you specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, I think the biggest thing around my house right now is just like my wife and I are both still working, and so it's just like trying to figure out how to. But we're both working from home, so. Um, just trying to figure out how both of us like get our hours in and get time in and continue to work with a baby. Um, and so sometimes that ends up like we actually work for like 12 to, you know, 13 hours a day, but that actually only turns into like eight hours for each of us. Um, and so it's like weird to try to like get the, get the hours in and and continue to work that way. Uh, I mean, I think other than that, like, um, I like, uh, my other soccer podcast, Mongols, is every Saturday night when the Riverhounds would play, we're watching a soccer related movie mm-hmm. and like live tweeting it, which is like pretty fun. Um, so we've watched, uh, The Van two weeks ago. Um, and then we watched <laughs> Green Street Hooligans this past week. Um, and like both movies were really interesting. I hadn't seen either one. Um, and so we're trying to figure out a lighter, f- more fun movie for this coming week. Cause those are pretty heavy, violent British movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <and laughs> so we're trying to figure out something a little bit different for this week, but, um, I think just, yeah, I mean, I think that's the way you have to cope, right? You have to find things that interest you and you have to find things that might, you know, football manager, watching soccer-related movies, or, like, going back and watching old matches that are still on YouTube, or, 
you know, like whatever is available to you, you just have to like, I think you just have to find ways to cope and find things that are interesting to you. Um, so I've been like, I think Evan, you are too, but like dipping your hand a little bit into Twitch and trying to figure out streaming and Mm. what that might look like for like football manager and just having some fun that way. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I think I'm just like trying to find some fun ways to spend my time and maybe ways that I wouldn't otherwise when we're like having to prep for a podcast every week or having to look at like, make sure we watch the game and like knew what happened and all that kind of stuff. Like we can just kind of have fun with it right now um, um so i think it's just like finding ways to cope right? i i know it's uh it's it's not my place but uh airbud world pup from 2000 mm. oh that was definitely on my yeah. list that one that one um i i really would like to watch she's the man just for yep. the fun of it and just to see amanda <laughs> Bynes before she went crazy yeah yeah and you know um i think those are both yeah, not I violent mean, uh not english movies kicking, checks kicking out. and screaming is another one yeah. we're we're talking through so, uh, you so know, very just, good yeah yeah great yeah um that that i mean it's definitely an interesting situation for you really is unique in in that regard justin um i do not have work anymore we just officially shut down uh over the weekend so, um, luckily my CEO isn't terrible and is actually helping us out a little bit nice. uh, in that regard. But, you know, and with the time, it's just been a lot of reconnecting with, uh, with the family. Uh, there's been, you know, just that, that gap of like, Hey, we're not really talking every day, but it's okay. Cause we know the other person's fine, mm. but now it's, you know, everyone's home and, you know, I've had to find a way to incorporate soccer into my life somehow. So me and my dad have been going back and watching like early 2000s Premier League, like best games of the season. And like, I think that's really fun in regards to, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a purist and know how every soccer game ever has played out over the courses of seasons. Like no one's that ingrained. So the fact that these great games are happening and I have no idea how they're going to end is just fun in itself because it's still a competition. You're still watching people compete, especially at a level that the early 2000s in the Premier League was ridiculous at the time. So uh, that's been a lot of fun and just kind of getting my dad more into the game. It's like kind of preparing him more for when soccer kicks back up again um, at some point. Uh, and then I have broken out my PS2, and I have been just reminiscing, man. Really have. Yes. Yeah, good. I uh, don't have as big a collection as I used to, but it's been fun. It's been fun just kind of kicking back, showing Christine a couple games. Uh, she's been getting into them, too. But just just personal time, you know. I think it's really... Nice. it's taken for granted when you're in a situation that's like hey this can spread so easily and people are in trouble if you go outside and Mm -hmm. you should really be like stuck inside and you know it's a serious thing that's going on and you know putting yourself in a situation where you can be around people that you care about is is a really good move for a lot of people so that's been really really nice um but damn it, do I miss soccer? I do. <laughs> it's just 
I was trying to convince my wife to get a Nintendo Switch Lite yesterday, two days yeah. ago. It didn't work. I I just I just got mine tonight. Keep pressing. I'm still on the path of. I'm still on the warpath. Yeah. If you know anything about my, suck you if you know anything about, if you know anything about my wife, you know that if I put a good spreadsheet together that says how we can afford it and give her uh, some reasons as to why <clears> it <throat> would be a good thing. <clears throat> Um, it might work. So if you, if you as a listener have anything that I can add, um, to maybe not a spreadsheet of how we can afford it, but a reason as to a a good explanation as to why we should be able to get a Nintendo switch, you let me know. So I want to see a lot of essays about the importance of animal crossing for the human mind. Um, yes. All the all the benefits that has for psychological development in coping with a loss. Um, go ahead, people. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Ev. I don't know. This is this is weird. It's a weird podcast. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm deferring back to you. I'm oh, glad that thanks, I'm glad that we're really all just getting by. You know. Who knows how long this is going to go on for, but at least, you know, I don't think that any of us are panicking. And that's good, because you need to be stable in this very unstable time. So, very glad that the people on the show are sticking together and (laughs) getting through this as best as they can. Only so many things we can do, bud. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> especially trying new Spike Seltzers story. that I have stocked up on mm. for mm. the impending potential closing of New Jersey liquor stores. I had a really um, terrible hard cider that I wish you could have experienced the other day. Hard cider? Yeah. Yeah, what, what well, kind? Uh, was it any particular flavor? Or? It was like a maple-flavored one, <laughs> and it was, it was the worst. Ooh, that doesn't cider. sound great. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was pretty bad. I uh, found the Corona seltzers. Like be... The oh uh, no, yeah, a oh, maple no. cider. No, uh, I... that sounds like it could could be, be. good. Like you put Wasn't. maple in like apple pie. So, yeah, like, yeah, how, yeah. No. A, how, yeah. So so actually, in a cider, it's tough. But you could do an apple sour beer that incorporates kind of like a sweetness to it. Mm. Uh, I think Evil Genius has a beer that is like a uh, Granny Smith apple cider, and mm. man, it's it's pretty good. Like it's just a sour kind of beer that has that sugary maple taste to it as well. But uh, the Corona Spike Seltzers have been pretty good, good. from what I can gather in the couple I've tried. Uh, Blackberry Line is out in the lead right now very refreshing very good this has been your spike center talk it'll be good i mean it'll be good when we get back to union games in the middle of the summer when it's 90 degrees yeah. out and we have yeah, our yeah. spike seltzer rather than middle of april when it's 40 degrees out <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah most definitely i'm sipping these and i was like this tastes nice but i need to be trying this be in like june when, when i was like Oh damn! What a kick in the taste buds. This is refreshing. It'll be Corona. fun when we have a 19 game season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be nice when we play three times in a week. 
Mm. <laughs> We're not gonna. They're not gonna do that. But imagine if they did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine. did imagine? Did the new MLS CBA include anything about pandemic scheduling? No. <laughs> Doubt it. I don't know. Actually, Maybe they know did this fun. too early. <laughs> Someone called PJ. Savage. You know what would be fun. You know it'd be fun though if we played um, the rest of the MLS season like youth soccer tournaments. Yes. Where all the teams just got yep. together on the you weekend. You played like nine, and played, one, and like, three. Like four or five yeah. games. I like yeah. that. You know, I think that's the way we make should do this. Uh, make it five aside, one day tournaments, and then. No, I don't even think five aside. Just okay. full games and play like four. I mean, you might be breaking. You might be breaking some federal rules there. Yeah, you got to limit the amount of parents that show up, and I mean, limit the amount of parents that show up. <laughs> if it's over fifty people, man, I don't, I don't know. No, no. We can do this after what if we? What if we over. literally just have like? What if everyone just puts a lot of stock in the USSDA? <laughs> Like, just put all of our money on, like, 15... Like, literally and figuratively on, like, 15-year-olds in the academy. There you go. Why would we literally do that? Well, because there's sports betting, and it's legal, but it would just be on... Uh, yeah, I... I guess they could really... Where is the moral high ground in gambling? So, yeah, you start betting on... I mean, there's not one. (laughs) Yeah, so, alright. Start betting on these youth games. Yeah. It's not bad. Hey, before we get off, we do have, like, one soccer thing that we actually could talk about. Like, one actual soccer thing that we could talk okay. about. Oh, my God. You've been you've been sitting on this um, this whole we time? We have, like, Tell a change me. in the U.S. soccer president. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that's, like, worth talking about, I feel like. I mean... I don't have anything. I, don't, I mean, I don't have anything to go from there. Oh, okay, great. Like, it's just that I mean, it happened? It's just that I, it happened. I mean, like, and I think it's, like... I think there was no way that it couldn't happen, right? right? I mean, oh uh, yeah, the the whole way that they handled they wrote a legal this briefing, saying women, you're not as good as men. Is it you're not as skilled as men? You don't have the yeah, skills. You're not skilled. Yeah. Then U.S. goes out that night and scores like two worldies in that game. Whew. I mean, my goodness. I, I mean, yeah, it it absolutely had to happen, and you know, whoever they choose now is going to be thrown into an absolute cluster bleep of a situation with scheduling and the Olympics Mm, potentially being canceled. So does that push back qualifying a year or do they just say, screw it, we'll see you in four years? I I mean, this is... It's going to be a tough situation for U.S. soccer and I don't have the confidence that they will handle it as effectively as they should. No. But at least it's not being handled by Carlos anymore. So Well, and and they just uh yeah. they just signed Will Wilson to be the new CEO. Signed, I don't know what appointed Will Wilson as the new CEO and um he worked for Wasserman. He was his nephew who was Andrew Luck. Uh he was his agent for a little bit. But so like he's he's got a good background in in sports and sports marketing. Like he's worked for the AF the Arena Football League for a little bit as well. But like the thing that people are going to get hung up on, which you know, I, there's there's one group of people that are going to get hung up on it because they're predisposed to hate everything MLS related. Yeah. Um, and then there's another group of people that are get hung up on it because it's a little like eh, didn't want another one of these. But he worked for um, what is it? Soccer United management or marketing sum for the last four years so 
Um, anyone that was hoping to see sweeping changes at the top of U.S. soccer, I have uh, bad news. Uh, stop, <laughs> stop thinking that that's going to be a thing uh, ever. No, no, sweeping changes are never no. going to happen unless some of these, once these, uh, all these female players who are in these current legal battles get, you know, re- retired and at the point where they want to enter back into the soccer world, then sweeping changes might happen. But until mm. that happens, nope. Yeah. Yeah, there's only so much that players speaking out and fans yelling about it on Twitter can do for substantial change yeah. to a federation. So Actually Bedoya might be another good former player yeah. to I would love in the US to system. see that guy the enter any blue. political campaign. Whether it be for a soccer position or not. I think Bedoya would be an absolutely wonderful candidate. Um, I will manage that campaign. Seriously, whatever you want to do, man. City council, uh, manager of a store, uh, president of U.S. soccer. Hit me up. I'm so bored right now. I'll write it up in a couple days. Whew. Uh, Come on, Allie. Come on, Allie. Do come it. on. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Fun, well, fun times. That might yeah. wrap it up, right? I think that's it for I mean, us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who gets the Conceição of the week? I'm giving mine to the virus. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty much the only place it can go. Yeah, appropriately. I'm, I'm going to be tame this week. It's the virus. Screw you, virus. The virus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, since our host is texting and not uh, doing his hosting duties, I, I guess I'll wrap it up. You go know, for whatever. It, go for it. <laughs> oh, very sensitive. All right, well, join us next week, maybe, yeah. or two weeks from now, or six months from now, whenever there's soccer again. Maybe not. But if you have any creative topics for us to talk about mm-hmm. in next week's episode, if you want to hear about anything. You know, you want us to discuss. You got a fun conversation piece for us to discuss. You soccer uh, think or we life should related. Figure out the. I don't really care at this. Yeah, point. yeah. Either one. Either one. We yeah, have a lot of time. No matter what, we could we're become be just a life coaching other. podcast. We could become. Yeah, we'll be the Tony Robbins of Union podcasts. Mm, very there nice. we go. There we go. So, if you have a career-related question that you would like <laughs> us to. It, but don't hold us to the advice because yeah. it's if not you want good. us to answer the question and give you our opinions and then if Katrina you want to promptly not do what we told you um you know let us let us uh, let us have it let us have it all right well hit us up on our on twitter or over email or whatever really just let us know and what is that twitter justin later uh, you can you can hear it in our ad reads that are going to come up in about 30 seconds fair enough works for me See everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Views from the Bridge. We could not do this without the help of our network and sponsors. We are part of the Beautiful Game Network. For lots of soccer writing, podcasts, and other content, check out BGN at bgn.fm. Thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves. Roughneck Scarf is the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Are you tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams 
at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. You can find us lots of places on the internet as well. You can listen to the pod on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcast. To help others find us, subscribe to the show, and please leave us a review. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at Pod. Let us know how we're doing and what you want to hear us talk about. And you can also email us at vftvpod.gmail.com. To help us keep providing you with content, throw us a couple dollars at ko-fi.com slash vftvpod. That is ko-fi.com slash vftvpod. You can also grab some of our merch at dsvntree. Check out our merch at dsvntree.com slash For Evan, Chuck, and Paul, I'm Justin. Thanks for listening, and until next time, have a great day.